rerun forensics. Well, I think- and this is our second episode. And we're trying to get to the point where we've got a product that people want to listen to. Okay. Aaron has a fantastic mm-hmm. set of notes. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. thought maybe, you know, he so could prepared. have his own style here. Okay. On this episode. Aaron? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was really Bravo. good. So it looks like there's there's like four plots going on in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we have George's new girlfriend, Marcy, regularly uses the phrase yada yada to shorten her stories and often to uh, avoid revealing incriminating details about them. So I'm on Third Avenue, minding my own business and yada yada yada. I get a free massage and a facial. What a succinct story. <laughs> I'm surprised you drive a Cadillac. Oh, it's not mine. It's my mother's. Are you close with your parents? Well, they gave birth to me and yada yada. Yada what? Yada, yada, yada. Engaged to be married. Uh, we bought the wedding invitations and uh, yada, yada, yada. I'm still single. <laughs> so what's she doing now? Yada. <laughs> so speaking of exes... Mm. My old boyfriend came over late last night, and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, I'm really tired today. That's a spoiler, Aaron. Oh, let me keep spoiling it. By the way, we're going to spoil the living shit out of this because it's forensics. (laughs) We're digging down deep. That's right. right. So if you haven't seen the episode yet, watch the episode and then come back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> Woo, baby. No, can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wearing a bra. Can you do this, so though. Yep. I love mm-hmm. New York. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. This episode. Then, now I know what the video clip's going to be. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, the B plot. Uh, Tim Watley, dentist to the stars, converted from Catholicism to Judaism, probably just for the jokes. <laughs> um, like a, I just sat in the sauna. It was more like a Jewish workout. <laughs> so, Doctor Watley feels free to make questionable Catholic jokes since he was formerly Catholic and Jewish jokes. And this all offends Jerry as a comedian, but not as a Jew. Okay, the third plot: Kramer and Mickey have these double dates with two women, but neither one of them knows which girl they're interested in. Or even their names up until the very close to the end. They don't know who, which is which for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kramer doesn't even know their names. And well, first of all, the Kramer mm-hmm. and Mickey. I mean, that's a strange pair to walk into a bar. I mean, because Kramer's like six foot six or something, and Mickey's like four foot eight. Yeah, they meet in like an acting workshop. I think. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. whole thing is funny right from the top. You know? <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, um, and they use their acting workshop abilities to do um, medical um, stuff. Medical stuff. In other, in later, oh, other yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and uh, there's the fourth plot going on, and, and this is this involves a callback to the wait out episode from the season before. In that episode, Jerry and Elaine were waiting for the Lookners' marriage to break up so they could date the rebounding. Oh yeah, individuals. But now Beth is remarried and her and Arnie want to adopt a baby and they ask Elaine to be a character reference for them. <clears throat> okay. So that's Biggest the, mistake that's, of your lives. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah Elaine, things, Elaine's a little too honest. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. she yeah, it's things just slipped from her. Mm-hmm. And then um uh-huh. so in the in the George and Marcy thing, over the course of all the yada yadas, the revelations are Marcy shoplifts and she slept with her ex like the night before. Mm-hmm. And George yada 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 his uh fiance's death. That's mm-hmm. another concept callback by concept callback. That was to mm-hmm. the invitations. Because uh George George was cheap and he wouldn't pay for the good glue on the envelopes. And Susan licked too many toxic envelopes and died. Mm-hmm. And she didn't realize they were toxic. And but here's my thing. Um get an envelope uh, moistener. Exact thank you. A sponge. A freaking sponge. Yeah. I mean you I can, can understand if you're doing like ten envelopes, but if she'd had a sponge, she'd have lived. They yeah. found her face down in the envelopes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was funny that the way they did that, they didn't even talk about what we just talked about or even mm-hmm. the audience knew, you know, the cast mm-hmm. knew, the audience knew, didn't have to yeah, say it. I mentioned it because I know that you weren't a watcher of the show. So I'm <laughs> anytime there's a callback, I want to kind of sketch that oh, out. Us? I, yeah, I thought Phil oh, said he, he was, didn't watch it. Oh, no, he no. Was, let, me clarif- let me clarify. I've saw every episode like- of Seinfeld. Love oh, okay. Seinfeld. But I have not seen it. In 23, how long have we been? Oh, I got 24 you. years. I haven't seen it in 24 years. You haven't seen it since the. Um, no, I hate them. She hates no, them. No, and I'm, well, they're, I'm, they're despicable I'm, people. That's the point. Uh, right. I have to say that I have seen quite a few episodes. And if an episode comes on, he's sitting there and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the one where. And he goes, well, how do you know? You don't even watch it. And I said, if you're watching something and I'm in the room, I'm absorbing it. Yeah. So, you know, but I mean, she hated it. So I, I, I've seen it all and it doesn't matter because it's yeah. like yeah. I'm watching it again because I don't remember mm-hmm. a lot. of Yeah. It. And well, then it's just part of the forensics right. <laughs> sketches. Oh, um, go ahead. Okay. The Jerry bit, he goes to talk to Father Curtis, Dr. Watley's old priest. And he goes into the yeah, confessional. To tell on the whole the whole bit when he first gets in there and sees he sees the kneeler and doesn't know what to make of it and then he sits down on it and then does the little shave and a haircut knock on the that wedding. was funny um excuse me mother sister sister right do you know when father curtis has office hours well not until tomorrow oh, i really need to speak with him <laughs> You know that's a kneeler. Oh. Tell me your sins, my son. Uh, well, I, I should mention that I'm Jewish. Well, that's no sin. Oh, good. Yeah. Anyway, he he tells Doctor Watley he thinks he can. He thinks, or he tells the priest he thinks Doctor Watley converted for the jokes. He tells him that he ends it, he ends it with a dentist joke that uh, didn't amuse the priest. And in what to me seems to be kind of a violation of the confidentiality of the confessional, Father Curtis relays the joke to Dr. Watley. And then Dr. Watley declares Jerry to be an anti-dentite. I love it. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're an anti-dentite when Kramer says it. That was hilarious. Listen to yourself. What? You think that dentists are so different from me and you? They came to this country just like everybody else in search of a dream. Wally's from Jersey. Yes, and now he's a full-fledged American. Kramer, he's just a dentist. Yeah, and you're an anti-dentite. 
Yeah. Well, uh-huh. Didn't Kramer, yeah. wasn't he the first one to say it? I mean, yes. when no. Kramer, or yes. was it? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think he, he might have Yes. Yes. Oh, he was at uh, Jerry's apartment. They were talking about something else. And then they got into that conversation before Kramer left his apartment. And he's like, he got on him about it. You're he's a like, rabbit anti-dentite. <laughs> oh, it starts with a few jokes and some slurs. Hey, Denty. Yeah. And then yeah. he says, I'll bet next thing you know, you'll you'll want them to go to their yeah. own school. They should have their own school. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And, they do and have their own They do school. have their own schools. They do have their own schools. Exactly. Ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kramer does that thing where he like backs up and is, you know, gets mm-hmm. like, like, oh, is he yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Awesome. He, so he cracks me up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. Too bad. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. You know what? <sighs> It, you know, it, just real quick, can I sidebar on that since you brought it up really mm-hmm. quick? There are other comedians who have made racial comments. Uh, what's that female, Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, oh yeah. No. I mean, that was after him, but still, like, it's okay for some people to do it, but not, I mean, he got reamed over yeah, that. I really kind of wonder, you know. It was directed at hecklers, and it was just oh, kind of. Oh, he was. Oh, I don't remember. He, okay. He, he just kept, he shouted at the heckler, you know, get him out of here. He's an N-word. He's an N-word. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I don't even remember that. Okay. Yeah. He lost his mind, but I bet, I bet in his it mind. Was all, it was all on a, a camera phone. Yeah. One of the early oh, phone camera buttons. I thought it was a buttons. bit he did for some reason. He, he, well, he, he kind of thought that maybe he tried to justify it by saying that he was, you know, kind of pushing the envelope out there. but Like staying with it, trying to be funny, but. Not but, good timing. Yeah, it just it just wasn't funny. Like at the point, it almost seemed like he felt entitled. Like you know, I'm the comedian. Yeah. I'm the you know, I'm in my element, mm-hmm. and I'm not to make excuses yeah. for it. I mean, it was. T- I can but, see that. Uh, mm-hmm. Seinfeld really went to bat for him, though. I remember he was on uh, Nightline, and mm-hmm. Jerry came on and spoke for him. Didn't he have him on uh, Comedians in Cars after that? He did. He had. So Kramer decides on Karen over Julie. But then mm-hmm. he changes his mind after learning that Karen's parents are little people. And he mm-hmm. thinks that she might be more compatible with Mickey. So mm-hmm. Mickey and Karen, next thing you know, they decide to wed. Mm-hmm. Then uh, back on the adoption plot point, Elaine accidentally reveals Arnie's bad temper to the adoption agent and the adoption's yep. denied. So mm-hmm. Elaine sexually propositions the adoption agent in an effort to change his mind. While unbeknownst to her, Beth and Arnie have broken up. Um, I think I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, Lane. Mm-hmm. She kind of like leaned across the desk and whispered seductively into his face. <laughs> what can she we? She said do? we can we can do this the easy <laughs> way, or we can do this the fun way. Is what she said. Yeah, that's, that's funny though mean. because she's such a pal. I mean, she's just like one of the guys. With the, I'll take one for the team. She says in the one, uh, you don't think I could put asses in the seats? <laughs> so it it all comes to a climax at the wedding right yeah so jerry brings beth as his date to nikki and karen's wedding elaine shows up with the nebishi adoption agent as her date Mm -hmm. kramer's with julie and george has to go stag because marcy was arrested stealing shoes for the wedding oh yeah (laughs) yada yada she'll be out in six to eight months right right Mm -hmm. um so Mickey's father, a dentist, is furious over Jerry's anti-dentite behavior toward Watley. Oh, yes. Wagner. Jack Wagner. Oh, no, Robert, Robert, Robert Wagner. Wagner. Yeah. Thank you. And Beth, hey. to Jerry's relief, 
says that you know she hates dentists too and then to his chagrin she reveals that she's a racist and anti-semite hey what do you call a doctor who fails out of med school what a dentist (laughs) (laughs) dentist yeah who needs them not to mention the blacks and the jews Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Julie, apparently in love with Mickey, runs out of the ceremony. And after the ceremony, the new bride laments to Kramer, I really wanted you. (laughs) Um, Fun fact here. Fun fact. Uh The actors playing both sets of parents at the wedding were married in real life. Mm. Robert Wagner married Mm. Jill St. John after he killed Natalie Wood. <laughs> little people, Jerry Marin and Elizabeth Farrington were married as well. Mm-hmm. So I totally caught that that it was Jill St. John. I was like, oh, his real life, you know, when I rewatched it recently. Right. Yeah. I I just found out uh kind of doing the IMDB stuff and mm-hmm. looking at Jerry Marin or looking at Elizabeth Farrington right after I looked at Jerry Marin, it said spouse, Jerry Marin. I'm like, oh, they're married too. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of cool. Well, not only yeah. did he kill Natalie Wood, he two times Jill St. John with Stephanie Powers for about five that's or right. six. Right, heart to heart. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't cool either. Yeah, Wait, I'm sorry. With who? With Je- Stephanie Powers? They were on a TV yeah. show together. Oh, heart, the heart to heart. Yeah. Philip is saying he was cheating on her. Sometimes, with, uh, sometimes reality mm-hmm. and, and and television kind of um, mm-hmm. fade in and out. You're constantly and, working with someone day in day out doing emotional scenes. It's I. That's why I will not be with a celebrity. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I should say actor. Well, no, celebrity. Like, no athletes, no actors, no musicians. That's my rule. Fuck well, no. Well, yeah, because uh, you're saying something. Because them, them, them uh, little hoes will throw themselves at anything that with a little bit of money. No, I'll make you my know? own money. And it makes it it makes it too easy for these celebrities who make a lot of money to go, you know, to say, well, you know, she threw herself at me. When Barbie throws herself herself at a man. I felt like the ladies in this episode really brought it mm-hmm. like George's yeah. girlfriend. I loved her punchlines. Like when she, when she revealed that she was a kleptomaniac, you know, and she yeah. did a little like, uh, and when she got the free massage, she, she said she just walked like, out. Yeah, I walked out. Yeah, she was talking about how she got the vicarious thrill out of it and stuff. Stolen you know? necklace. Yeah. 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 yeah that's got right. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Elaine's thing. And then Deborah messing at the mm-hmm. end delivered that punchline. Really so well mm-hmm. i do i do like though where she says the other girl this thief uh she goes uh yeah what you said so i got a massage and a facial yeah. for free or something and she goes yeah like, right. she's all proud of it you know? right, right. oh yeah totally really boastful about it she's yeah. all about that yeah. so I, I a watched, larceny life <laughs> while i watched silicon valley Mm-hmm. I vaguely recognized her and didn't quite, you know, couldn't quite place who it was. She played mm-hmm. this real deadpan character. Yeah, and yeah she plays a, very great characters you know, a lot. When I went back to rewatch the yada yada, that's when I realized, oh, she's the yada yada. That's that's what's been bugging me where I couldn't remember her from. Yeah, yeah she can play really deadpan. She's a good actress. She's one of those people that you you know you've seen her somewhere, but you don't know her name. Mm-hmm. And that's a career. That's part of the fun of that's watching the kind of career I would want. Seeing all the stars that went on to do other things, you know, later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like MASH is loaded with, with people mm-hmm. like that. True. 
Mm-hmm. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. I was just looking at Aaron's picture with the lamp in the corner and I'm mm-hmm. staring at it and I'm like, what part of my room is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Honey, phone is. <laughs> Philip, do you know where my phone is? So we're talking Can about blurring the lines between fantasy and reality. <laughs> She's waving it in her hand, audio listeners. <laughs> wow, I've lost my. Oh, internet. it's it's happened. I'm officially <laughs> off the reservation. All Wait, right. Can I say that, or is that a sensitive word? I don't even know now. God, it kind of is. Tango, Tango <laughs> has seen enough for the episode. Not as bad as have a powwow, though. That was another. <laughs> So there's there's a little flash forward here too. Um, the next mm-hmm. time we see Dr. Tim Watley, and the last time, will be in, I think it's the next season in the Jimmy, where mm-hmm. he he declares his practice adults only. There's penthouse magazines in the waiting room on the table, yeah. and he finds it fun to swap hygienists with other dentists. And uh, was Jerry violated? <laughs> right. You sent me that clip today. That was funny. That was funny as well. It's like, oh my god. Uh, you know, because Kramer was all about visiting the dentist after he heard about all of the amenities. Yeah. Oh, why not show up early? Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, they put Jerry to sleep and he woke up uh, in a haze and he was like, was my shirt tucked or untucked? You know, <laughs> when I got here, he couldn't recall because it was like a, you know, a shirt. Yeah, that that's right. Yeah. Oh, Scheiser. Wait, mm-hmm. can I say Scheiser? Jeez. Kramer right. and Scheiser. What yeah. is that? I didn't say shit. What is Scheiser? Shit in German, something like that, right? Scheiser. It's it's got a couple different meanings, actually, but that's what I'm going for is the word shit. In case anyone wanted to. Mm -hmm. I I am part German. My dad had a girlfriend that was uh, from Germany, um, and uh, she she taught us um, how to swear in German, but I don't remember it. Of course. Mm-hmm. You know, Back when I was a teenager, were you were you doing the Michael Richard bio? I mean, were you? Oh, doing I'm the, doing the I, Elaine, uh, Julia. Uh, sorry, Julia's. Yeah. And I have Jay Scott Greenspan. Who's that? Well, you'll that's just tea, have to find out. Yeah. <laughs> what? I guess it's a. I guess it's a real name. We'll soon. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. What was before that though? Who's doing what? Oh. I've uh, got Michael Richards, and oh. I have notes on all the minor characters. Oh, Jerry, you have Elaine. Yeah. Julia. Yeah. Oh, Phil has My, Jerry. Got it. Got it. Oh, Phil that's right. And that's right. Phil was going to do Jerry and you were going to do Costanza. What's his name? Right. Mm-hmm. Alexander. Jay Scott Greenspan. Jay Scott Greenspan. Jay Scott Greenspan. What line from this episode did you laugh at? They want to get. Yeah. Um, I, I I know I know because I've watched you. Honestly, the reason oh. I, I don't find I got, I got a list of quotes. I, I'm I, okay. I'll go third. Okay, go I'll ahead. go last. I'll go last okay. and get the ones you guys don't get. I don't remember what line he's talking about. He's. I'm, gonna, I'm just he gonna say. To I'm gonna say. Catch me because uh, I've said that I'll I don't. Start off with. Give me a stickle of fluoride. Yeah, that was yeah, a good one. Yeah, that might have been it. And that really yeah, got yeah. under Jerry's skin. He's like, "What yeah. the fuck, this guy?" It, mm-hmm. You know, he's just doing it for the jokes. You know, mm-hmm. it, it really unnerved him. And then he asked the assistant for a stickle of fluoride. Why are you so concerned about this? I'll tell you why. Because I believe Watley converted to Judaism just for the jokes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, so check this out. The reason I picked this episode 
is mm-hmm. because of a specific scene in this episode. And that was Elaine's yada yada. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I actually have used that. Oh, that's the one. Sp- that's the that's one. That's the one. You're saying yada yada. I use that whole little speech. I've used that so much since that was aired, like in uh-huh. conversations, and it's hilarious. It's just mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. So yeah. yes, that's why I picked it's, that episode. She had to they had to reshoot that scene so many times because Jerry kept cracking up every time she said the bisque line. Yeah, I mentioned the bisque. <laughs> Wait a minute, you yada yada over the best part. Even no, even, when you, even when you watch it, you can tell he's barely holding it together. <laughs> Listen to this. Marcy comes over and she tells me that her ex-boyfriend was over late last night and yada yada yada, I'm really tired today. <laughs> you don't think she'd yada yada sex. I've yada yada sex. Really? Yeah. I met this lawyer. We went out to dinner. I had the lobster bisque. We went back to my place. Yada, yada, yada. I never heard from him again. But you yada, yada over the best part. No, I mentioned the bisque. Uh, you got another one? We got the bisque and we got the shtickle. Anybody else? That was my, my line. I don't no. even remember the shtickle. Oh. Oh, it's when uh, Jerry goes back. Jerry, he's in Jerry's the in the chair, and the dentist says, "Give me a shtickle of fluoride to the hygienist." And and Jerry's just like, Aah! he's like using yeah, using Yiddish terms. Sorry. Uh huh. I just watched it like the other day again too, and I still don't remember the shtickle. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had I missed some things. Uh, got- the first time I went watched it, you know, like I totally whiffed on the fact that. Uh, Mickey was going to get married at the end. And it's like, mm-hmm. and so at the end of the first episode, I was like, first viewing, I was like, what the hell are they doing in a church all of a sudden? I know he went uh, to, the, to the confessional, but why, this is you know, why is this ending marriage. in a church? So it took me like probably a had, second. Probably had something going in your head. Yeah, I had to watch it. I watched it twice today. So it's all kind of fresh. Yeah. And, and my, my thing is, today. how do they end up at the same church with the same priest? He's, this priest is in a few different ones. Oh, I, I got mm-hmm. a quote for you. Those aren't buoys. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, priest, the priest at the end after he's had and Raquel Welch or something. Yeah. Yeah. The Pope and Raquel Welch in a rowboat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The priest said, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you hear Elaine, like the next scene, laughing buoys. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah. Father Curtis, after he had his wisdom teeth extracted, he, he's. Yada yada yada. I now pronounce you man and wife. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, that I plan to get married, but that would be my wedding. Can you just yada yada the not? wedding? <laughs> why not? I mean, all they really have to say is for an hour. Listen to you Nobody wants to do that. So, uh, George at the urinal when they, what Jerry's asking him is uh, his five desert island books. He says, "I got to read five books." He wasn't going to read them. Um, Three Musketeers. Musketeers. Oh, yeah, it was the Three Musketeers. You right. know, he was in that, too. Yeah. What about when Jerry gets cold called? Mm-hmm. That happens a lot in this course of the series, yeah. I don't know if it's, I guess it was canned laughter, but it was like the loudest laugh of the episode, or at least it hit. What do you mean, cold called? Yeah. It's somebody tried to sell him a subscription to the New York oh, Times. Yeah, they oh, yeah. They, they <laughs> did those yes. in front of an audience. Click. So. Click. Hello. Would you be interested in a subscription to the New York Times? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it got a good. It got a good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a good laugh. Probably because every you know everybody would like to do that. The writers are. It was just simple. It was about everyday stuff. They just 
and it, they made it funny with their characters. It was so easy to write, and like it seemed like it was so easy to write. I don't know, it was simple, you know? Right, simple but different than anything else, really. Yeah, it was different. The way that uh, they, they didn't, mm-hmm. they had no total disregard for whether they were likable or the characters were. <laughs> you know, or, or moral yeah. even. Yeah. Right. Jerry, uh, Jerry withheld information so that, uh, so that she would think that Elaine slept, so that uh, Beth would think yeah. that Elaine slept with Arnie. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he knew good and well Elaine didn't sleep with Arnie. Yeah. And there would be moments like that throughout the whole series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that. All comes to a point at the end. Well, I still found that ending to be kind of stupid, but yeah, kind of. So yeah. on Marcy's on Marcy's succinctness with the yada yada, Jerry's like says it's like you're dating USA Today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah, get that. that. Uh, it's like the. <laughs> it was always kind of a shorter, digested news stories, shorter than you know, like a New York Times story or whatever. Where they might stretch it out a little just to get some, just you know, little, yeah. yeah, to be be broader, almost like the, a tweet of a column. Yeah, it's kind of like a yeah, a Twitter version yeah. of, of news. Yeah, USA mu- Mickey Mickey multiple times. We'll look like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, let's just put their names in a hat. Kramer, I don't even know their names. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And, Yada yada, the best part. Now I mentioned the bisque. No, I mentioned lobster bisque. <laughs> George storming to the bathroom. Well, I got to do something. Yeah, yeah. Kramer, Kramer storms into the apartment. Well, I got to do something. Jerry <laughs> nods George toward the bathroom. George is already in there. <laughs> hey, you guys, are, should we do these bios? Because it's already been. Yeah. Uh... yeah, I just got to my last, just got to my last quote. Because I already okay. said, hey, denty. <laughs> oh, anti dentite. Right. <laughs> but I, I did make two observations oh. too. I wanted to mention. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I mentioned one, so there's one left. George talks to Jerry while they're standing at a urinal, while he's sitting in the dentist chair, and while he's kneeling in the confessional booth. Yeah, George just finds him. Right. <laughs> he just pops in. Oh, right. yeah. I need to talk to you about something. Uh-huh. Yeah. No boundaries. Although I think Jerry started the urinal conversation. Mm-hmm. And I, I, another thing I read about the urinal was. Um, showing how much bigger the budget was toward the end of the series. They had that set, the urinals built just for this episode. Oh. They, they didn't go to an actual wall with the urinals yeah. in it. Yeah. That seems to be, I don't know, spendy. Huh. But by then they were multi-millionaires. You don't have to have the plumbing hooked up or anything. You can probably use them portably. Speaking of plumbing, Jerry kind of observes that maybe um, George might be visiting a urologist or something like that during that opening. Yes. What's going on over there? I got to yeah. see somebody. Right. <laughs> that was good. Yep. All right. Yeah. So who's doing the first? Um, Who wants to? I mean, actor, actress. You go, you go, Lisa. Okay. You had. Um, I have uh, Jay Scott Greenspan. Oops. There you go. I mean, Jason Alexander. Hmm. So, and he chose his stage name. He decided to go with his father's first name because most people go with their mother's last name. He won a Tony for Jerome Robbins Broadway. He played Jerome Robbins Broadway on stage. He won I saw him. I saw him in the producers at the Pantages. Mm-hmm. He did that with Marty Short. 
Yes, Martin Short. Mm-hmm. And he run uh, he won accolades for that. He didn't actually win awards, but he was nominated. He won a Emmy for 2020 for Outstanding Original Song, The Bad Guys. So the movie The Bad Guys, it's out right now. Oh yeah. I see that it looks so cute. I I'm probably I want to see it too. It's yeah. a movie? So he won an Oscar for it or something? No, an Emmy. He won an Emmy oh, for so best. Emmys are for TV, right? Outstanding original song for the bad guys. Uh, yeah, it was um, it was a cartoon, and now it's a movie. Oh, okay, I didn't gotcha. know that. Yeah, yeah, that was confusing for me as well. He has been nominated for countless other outstanding awards. Yada yada yada. <laughs> um, well, I'm sure he counts. Uh, well played. Well so. played. Yeah, I was muted. A little yeah, boy in New Jersey that. fell in love with magic. As a teen, he headed for New York City to become a prestidigitator. When he, when told that his hands were too small for card tricks, he turned his uh, gaze to the stage, realizing that basically a stage production was just a magic trick of drama and emotion. Yet another career change was sparked when a professor told him, I know your heart and soul are Hamlet, but you will never play Hamlet. Aren't we glad? Those words gave us one of the best comedic talents of a generation. Nice. Beautifully said. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, now, who goes next, Elaine or Kramer? Oh, I don't care. Boy, boy girl, boy, girl. Phil goes next. Okay. All right. Well, oh. I got Jerry. In characters or us? Ha <laughs> ha. Never mind. There's only one girl. Go on. All right. <laughs> All right. So, born. April 29th, 1954, 68 years old in Brooklyn, New York. His father was a comedian. Aaron, you want to fact check me on that? Or? I did not know his father was a comedian. Yeah, his father was a comedian. So I don't think it was nepotism because he was a poor comedian and Jerry kind of had to take menial jobs. And one of his earliest, you know, out of high school jobs was selling light bulbs over the telephone with his friend, Mike Costanza. And the way that they kind of built up their business is they would do comedy routines over the telephone that would encourage people to buy these light bulbs. So the first uh, job that I had when I moved out here before I worked with Tango mm -hmm. was um, selling. I was trying to sell air hoses to to garages over the telephone. Oh, wow. Old comedy. Look at you now. Disney. Still trying to hose. Yeah. I'll bet. <laughs> sounds like the, sounds Still like about to. the same about the same type of thing as is that start. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, sorry. You know, what is Costanza's name on the show? Now you've got me switched. George. Oh, George. Right. Okay. So, but Jerry's friend yeah. is Mike. All right. So Mike Costanza's the name. The killing but independent George. George. Basically. Uh, well, they at least borrowed from the name. Mm -hmm. If not the else. character. Yeah. The character is. Larry David. Larry David, yeah. Right, right. The character. But, but George Costanza is. But my guy, my so guy's you, not George. You repeated Jared. what I said. I said the name may be Costanza, but the character is. David. You said Costanza. Okay, so uh, what I'm saying is Jerry's friend in real life is Mike Hi. Costanza, and that's where he got the last name character for George. That's That's right. That's right. And take two. Character Jerry's, is Jerry's other friend in real life is Larry David. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. and that's who also did Kurt Yes, that's correct. Yeah, 
which I, which I is can't another stand pretty, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I love Curb Cannot stand Larry. I don't I love like Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't like him. I don't like it. You know, it's just brilliant. a little bit of calmness and all of the situations it's into could be set fixed. Yeah. Had his first stand-up stand performance in 1976 and then appeared on The Tonight Show in 1981. Mm-hmm. Dabbled in Scientology and seemed to enjoy it because it was technological because Jerry he's a technophile I don't know what that means maybe he's an uh, Apple user he or does, something he does like tech stuff yeah. electronics mm-hmm. yeah. yeah electronics techs cars um, planes all of it right tech electronics well hopefully he's not doing anything untoward mm-hmm. with this technological expertise because he and Shoshana Lonstein had mm-hmm. a relationship it was quite controversial in the 90s because mm-hmm. she was 21 years younger than he was when he they, married were together. they were together right. for they got married, had kids. oh i didn't know they broke up yeah i thought they were still married no he's remarried they kids right? maybe okay. so but they're not to- together. Okay. yes and i didn't realize they were broken up either or with someone yeah. new well I, I gotta say i went into this assuming they were still together i don't have yeah. no idea i thought they were still yeah, together yeah. Anyhow, anywho, he and Larry were paired together. So it's not like they came to NBC and said, hey, we got an idea for a show. It's not like they were paired together and they put together uh, the sitcom in 1988. And through the first year, kind of like Star Trek, the uh, reports, at least the critical reports, if not the numbers, the, the Nielsen numbers and things were terrible. And uh, it was almost canceled after season one. Uh, but it went on to go for nine seasons from 1989 to 1998. He was offered $100 million for a 10th season and turned it down. He published a book in 93 called Sign Language, and he was the lead character of the B movie. But I think really the most notable. Oh, yeah. Thing- that was a great movie. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Didn't you like write that too? Or- I don't know. Yeah, like I bigger like involvement it. in that. You might have executive produced. I like Bugs Life too. Yeah. Sorry, off topic. No, yeah. I, I mean, there was like a huge marketing campaign when that came out, and it's like I don't know if anybody saw the movie. <laughs> it's like, but it was all I over. I saw it. Did you see it? We use a, we use a little meme for a GIF from it all the time. There's just Jerry saying, "You like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> you like jazz?" Uh, it's, it's jazz more like an eyebrow. You like jazz? So there was the B movie. And so the most notable thing he's done, I think, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee Mm -hmm. was it kind of exploded. You know, that that really blew up. Well, and it it, it gets you the car people, it gets you the comic people, it gets you the coffee people. I remember he did Jerry Lewis. For almost everybody. Get Jerry Lewis on it. And then he, he gets a Michael special Richards. car for each person, for yeah. like their personality. Yeah, yeah. that's always cool. Yeah, of course, Letterman. Yeah. And they yeah. told him that that wouldn't work. And a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of streaming services turned him down saying, you can't yeah. do over five minutes or something mm-hmm. like this. It can't yeah. be a half hour. can't be. Mm-hmm. But Crackle picked it up. And then I think uh, Netflix or some, some other streaming service eventually got it, but it mm-hmm. kind of blew up. Yeah. So that was really good. And then I'm just going to close it. You know, he's living a comfortable life now, obviously. And uh, yeah, <laughs> one of the things, mm-hmm. the year that he turned out at $100 million, he made something like $260 million off of syndicated episodes of Seinfeld and other mm-hmm. uh, projects. So mm-hmm. um, he ain't hurting. Right. So I have two quotes before I close it out here. One of them was uh, 
making the rounds on Facebook. I see this. I turned 60 this year and people around that age make a bucket list. I made a bucket list, turned the B to an F and was done with it. If you want to kite surf down the Amazon, go ahead. I'm going to crack open a beer and watch a ball game. When I think of retirement, all I would think of, it's going to be a baseball game every day. And I'm a baseball fan, so that was all right. near and dear to me. And the other mm-hmm. one, you know, Seinfeld had this reputation of being crass, mm-hmm. New Yorkers, self-centered, self-involved. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, They actually did a lot for charity. Because they were getting ready to go out to shoot the last episode, you know, yeah. we were in the jail cell. Uh, Jerry kind of huddled the team together and said, for the rest of our lives, when anybody thinks of one of us, they will think of the four of us. And I can't think of any people that I would rather have that to be true of. Aww. And he also gave every cast member a Cartier watch. Hmm. So after all that <clears throat> nastiness. I feel like I remember that, that whole bit you just said. I think I remember that. I think... Um... I think our next uh, character might be the most successful post Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Might have the most successful post Seinfeld career, you know, not counting Larry no, David or even counting Larry David. Mm. Uh, yeah, Tango, take it away. Yes. So, uh, just real quick, the um, season finale, series finale of Seinfeld, it was like a two part mm-hmm. thing. Uh, my brother at the time was doing extra work. He was getting into the acting, whatever. So he's in both of those episodes as the bartender, cool. one of the bartenders. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, cool. Right. I actually recorded it on like VHS. I have it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can stream it on Netflix. Well, like, ask your grandmother what VHS is, sweeties. Right. <laughs> I know what a VHS is. For, I yeah, even have beta. For the young whippersnappers out there. I know what an A-track is. Come on. And a payphone. Yeah, she she okay. thinks we have these young listeners. Remember when Jake... Well, I'm pretending we... talking to me. I was like, what? All you got to do is watch that episode. Actually, there's a where... lot of 20-somethings that are watching 90 and 2000s TV, like, obsessively. That's yeah. true. true. You know what I love about the youth? music a lot of them know like old music whether it's rock oh, yeah. or metal mm-hmm. or what or bowie or I'm like yes yeah. they got yeah. they've got that going for them <laughs> these yes. two utes your honor utes. these two you utes you? <laughs> what's a ute <laughs> right. sorry i meant youths youths <laughs> I um, wore this ridiculous suit <laughs> because, <laughs> because the that's store is closed for the flu. That's what the, the entire right store there. is closed with the flu. <laughs> I love that movie. I do too. Right. Okay, let's get to it. Um, right. So, gosh, um, Julia Elizabeth Scarlett Louise Dreyfus. She's sixty-one. Her birthday is January 13th, which is also my niece's birthday. She's Capricorn, just like me. Uh, She was born in New York, New York. And uh, her nickname is Little Yum Yum. I don't know. Whatever. Cool. Maybe she's a child? Uh, It doesn't, you know, not in the documentary. Maybe she said Yum Yum a lot. Yeah, Little Yum Yum. Yum Yum, Yum Yum. That would be me, Mm because I like to eat. Anyway. Okay, so she's like 5'3". Um... Yeah, a little bit on her. She, her mom was a special needs tutor and author. Mm. And her dad, Gerard Louis Dreyfus, um, he was a billionaire businessman. Mm. 
uh, French merchant firm involved in agriculture, food processing, international shipping, and finance. Oh no, like they're you know loaded basically is what I'm saying, or at least her parents yeah. are. Um, were yeah. Um, she met her husband Brad Hall while in college. Uh, and made her feature movie debut in the Woody Allen and Han- anyway, like so they met. They met before forever. SNL. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I thought they met on SNL. Yeah, I think I see that somewhere in here, or maybe. Yep, I get that. I'm getting to that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he used to he used to be that the news the weekend update anchor. Yeah, yeah. I'm she lives in Los Angeles with Brad and their two children. Okay, so uh, yeah. So she, what did I say, 61 and he's 35? No, that can't be right. Oh no, they've been married 35 years, my bad. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I was gonna say. That's different. I'm like, wait a minute. That explains why they have young children still. (laughs) Um, Both, yes, she and her husband, Brad Hall, appeared as part SNL, 1975 cast in early 1980s. Yeah. Uh, They are the only husband-wife team to do so. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know they were married at the time. That's wild. She's been on a lot of shows, obviously, which I'm not going to bother getting into. But I will move on to say she received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, that was back in 2010. She probably mentioned Veep. That won a lot of stuff. Uh, Veep was awesome. Yeah. Getting to that. I'm getting sorry. to that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll mute now. Well, you are the director of the episode. So I roll. <laughs> so um, as of April 2013, she is the only actress to receive Emmy Awards for her work on three different comedy series, Seinfeld 89, New Adventures of Old Christine 2006. Oh, I, I didn't watch that. Veep 2012, which I know it's won good. lots of awards. I didn't watch that. Old Christine was pretty funny. It yeah. was very good. She, she wanted to name the series Old Christine and the network wouldn't let her. Uh, okay. So she came back with the new adventures, new adventures of, old of old Christine. Okay. That's okay. Um, Pennsylvania. She's okay. Julia's mother family. Oh, here, this is for y'all. Julia's mother's family is from Ohio and Pennsylvania, and her roots include English, French, German, Scottish, and Scots Irish, Northern Irish. Ohio, yay. I always kind of, I don't know, Jewish Italian with her. I don't know why. French? Yeah. Yeah. I heard someone once told me she's like uh, an heiress of the Dreyfus Fund people. Mm. Yes. That makes sense. Louis Louis Dreyfus, that's what I said. Her father is Gerard Louis Dreyfus, French billionaire. But I I didn't realize that he's, that's the Dreyfus Fund. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And his grandfather, yeah. And her grandfather, yeah. Okay, so uh, received her 14th Emmy Award nomination in 2014, making her the most nominated comedic actress in the lead and supporting categories in Emmy Award history. Not sure why that's not. Oh, Julia. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Yeah. Appropriate. You got to put a yada, yada, yada into each one. Yeah. I remember one SNL skit she did where she was um, she was Linda Ronstadt singing. What's new, which was from that Nelson Riddle album she did in the eighties that my dad happened to have, but it was just like a serious musical bit, and she just imitated Linda Ronstadt for like three minutes. It was pretty wild. I remember she did Nastasia Kinski on Weekend Update News because That's right painting where she was nude with the snake wrapped around her, and she mimicked that on the on the desk of the news that night. Mm-hmm. That was notable. 
I don't remember. I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched a whole lot of SNL, but you'd have, you'd have been young. Mm-hmm. We were pretty young yeah. ourselves. Yeah. That was really yeah. I, yeah. I know cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. I know that. Yeah. We weren't allowed to stay up that late. You can you can see every episode of SNL starting from the very beginning now. Oh yeah, on Hulu, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I noticed? Every year to watch Christmas Vacation now. Yeah. She was in Christmas Vacation. Yeah. yeah. She was the uh, the yeah. yuppie. She's the neighbor. Julia. Yeah. Julia oh, oh, the neighbor, yeah. With the lights. Oh. Yeah, yeah, one of the yuppie neighbors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I got a couple of quotes and then I, that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> I will quote Norman Lear, who said that celebrity is something you can spend. And so I have taken my so-called celebrity and occasionally spent it down on causes or things that I'm passionate about. I'm not running for office. I'm not a scientist, but I'm a concerned citizen. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then whenever I felt down, my mom would remind me that sense of humor gets you through just about anything. And that's oh, why man. I like to laugh. Yep. There you go. She's like, you can laugh at it. You can make, you can survive it. Yep. Great. All right. Alpha Lima. So Michael Richards, he was on the TV show Fridays, which also starred Larry David. It was an SNL clone, basically, on Friday nights. Wow. Um, and I remember that show, but I don't remember existed. Larry David. I'm sure he looked quite different. Yeah, yeah. And he um, he had a character, Battle Boy, mm-hmm. where he was like this troubled youth that um, he would he'd play with army figures and Barbie dolls and always end up setting them on fire or blowing them up. Um, he went to Thousand Oaks High School along with Kurt Russell, class of 1969. Okay. Wow. He was in a comedy duo with Ed Begley Jr. Huh. He was in the movie UHF from 1989 oh, with none other than Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, I am a yes. That's right. My birthday twin. Gonna meet so him. There's our there's our uh, obligatory Weird Al <laughs> shout out, and uh, also in that movie, Emo Phillips, who is touring with Weird Al. Yep. Um. I'm gonna see him then, too. Uh, course his career fell into disgrace after he went on a two plus minute racist tirade against hecklers at the laugh factory in 2006 yeah which we talked Uh, about in the beginning yeah so i've got i've got little notes on most of the other side characters um suzanne Mm -hmm. crier was marcy i already mentioned i kind of vaguely recognized her from silicon valley and i i didn't know i took me until this research project here to realize right. she's yada yada and I've been wondering in the back of my head who is that? I yeah. know I know her because she was good I mean she's really yeah. good yeah, yeah she's a very good actress um, Danny Woodburn who is Mickey he was a uh-huh. stand up comic as well as an actor mm-hmm. he's an activist slash advocate in SAG-AFTRA he serves on the Performers with Disabilities Committee mm-hmm. he negotiated better contract terms for disabled actors and he fought mm-hmm. for authentic re- representation mm-hmm. and increased inclusion and diversity at like studio and network levels. Um, he's still active as a teacher and speaker on behalf of disabled persons. And um, he saw to it that Mickey would be portrayed in a positive and non-stereotypical manner, you know, treated mm-hmm. with dignity and not used for sight gags or props. Um, I mentioned Jerry Marin and Elizabeth Farrington are real life married. They were the bride's parents, Karen's parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robert Wagner and Jill St. John also married in real life. Jill St. John was a Bond girl and diamonds are forever. And 
Robert Wagner, lest we forget, killed Natalie Wood. <laughs> and he did some other acting jobs. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, and she was in Austin Powers. He was yeah. that. He was number two. Yeah, I remember Rob Lowe in the young version was uh, the young yeah. Was, yeah. With who the eye does bat, number yeah. two work for? So what about <laughs> Christopher Walken? Though I mean, was, did he, what, what was he was on the boat. He was on the boat. Yeah, oh, that's another podcast. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, those two know what happened. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. So Henry Waronich was the. Uh, was the priest, Father Curtis. Mm-hmm. He often plays a priest or an alien. He was in multiple Star Trek series. Mm-hmm. And he was in an episode of Third Rock from the Sun. He was in the Dick Malian episode. Oh, okay. I got to say Dick Malian. <laughs> um, Walter Franks, the waiter on the double date when they were out in Merlot, he's played Little Richard on multiple occasions. Mm. I can see that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Karen, the bride, Allie Marsh, her father was married to Dixie Carter before marrying her mother. Oh, wow. And she appears in a lot of uh, David Wayne projects. So mm-hmm. like Stella, Wayne Days, Wet Hot American Summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like um, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monica good. Lacey, the other girl, uh, Julie, uh-huh. is an identical triplet, and she was a star of The Parent Trap 3. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, Brian Cranston mm-hmm. had fuller hair and earlier Seinfeld appearances, but he shaved it to play an astronaut in That Thing You Do, and it hadn't fully grown back. Ah, oh. question. Or not what? question, comment about Brian, Cranz- Cr- Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I think of him, I think of, remember the whole Isla Fisher and Amy Adams thing? Um, I think, uh, when I think of him, I think of uh, the guy who died from SN, um, Phil Hartman? Phil Hartman. Yes. Phil Hartman. Yes. Right? News radio. A bit of resemblance. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna call a news radio episode for one of these. Oh yeah. Gotta mm-hmm. narrow it down to two. Gimme James. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's yeah. a great show. That is that, that is a great show. It's gonna be either the yeah. either the cane or the one with uh, rocket fuel malt liquor. One of those two. <laughs> now uh, Tango, did you watch uh, Malcolm in the Middle? No. No. I, and I've got there's, the, a, there's a scene the, where uh, the Malcolm episode where they have the bomb shelter and he he's finds shaving his back while the kids are eating breakfast. Oh, uh, the really, pilot. I mean, I wouldn't know it, but right, right. Now, wasn't the, okay? So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Aaron, interrupt. Mm-hmm. No, but fine. It, um, I heard that in the extras of the Breaking Bad uh, uh, DVD, Didn't watch that either. there's a oh, scene so that wild. refers back to so good. Malcolm in the Middle, mm-hmm. where really. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of like a who shot Jr. moment or something where he oh. wakes back in Malcolm in the Middle world. He's like hmm. having a dream. Yeah, it's oh, like okay. a total gag. Because they uh, do those little bits like at the beginning oh. where they show like, yeah. like for the whole first season, you're seeing the stuff raining down from the sky and you don't know what it is hmm. until like halfway through the second I, I season. I read that somewhere. I don't know if I got yeah. that right or not. Okay, we'll have like to look that. into that. Yeah. yeah. But nobody watches DVDs. Maybe anymore. that's an Easter egg type thing. I do. I just watched Devil Wears Prada yesterday on DVD. There you go. <laughs> well, only a movie fanatic watches DVDs. Mm-hmm. I am a movie fanatic for sure. Mm-hmm. No, the only next person I, the last person I have, I guess my last note really, uh, Deborah Messing. Mm-hmm. Been a lead actress in looks like six series. Mm-hmm. Will and Grace, Ned and Stacy, The Mysteries of Laura, Smash, The Starter Wife, and Prey, P-R-E-Y. Mm-hmm. About her, I think she would make the best Lucille Ball. 
Yeah, yeah. That's a good call. Yeah, she would mm-hmm. make it great. That's she does. That. Yeah, she's got the facial, you know, the the quirkiness yeah. about how they. Yeah, she's got it all. Yeah. 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 I mean, the Nicole, eyebrows. Nicole Kidman did okay, but yeah, Deborah yeah. Benson's a natural fit. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Nicole Kidman did a bad job. Well, yeah, I she, didn't watch that. Oh, it's pretty good. It's yeah, good. It's on Prime. She played a pretty. Uh, like, was it on Prime? Yeah, yeah, but she, she, I mean, she played Lucy like a, you know, like a tough lady, like she was. Kind like of she, she played the, the, the actress, as not the character. As far as shooting the, the comedy scenes and right. stuff. Right, that's why I didn't watch it. Yeah. I, w- I think I would have liked it better if they, like, maybe even brought in Deborah Messing. Like, like they would have had Nicole be the businesswoman and Deborah be the actress. Yeah. You know, kind of, I think they could have done that. Kind of like she transformed with the makeup so much. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's kind of odd, actually. I don't know that I've ever seen a movie do that, but that's a great take on a new thing going forward. Seriously. Give more yeah, jobs. I have ideas. You're brilliant. Ideas. You are. You're a little secret nymph, you know. You got stuff going on. and just I mean, <laughs> There's so much stuff in there. <laughs> you don't want to know. Stickless stuff. Look, Philip once asked me, what are you thinking? And I, I just said, oh, you know, whatever. And he goes, no, really, what are you thinking? And a half an hour later, he said, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, the, the brilliance kind mm-hmm. of was at the beginning of the You. Yeah. And then kind of struck out. Oh wow. Are we done with the, the talking of the characters? Anybody have anything else I was about to ask? I don't uh, think so. I got nothing on this, um, but um, yeah. So broken down. I mean, so okay. So why don't we close this episode by talk? Uh, but just what you know, it's called forensics. So what was the cause of death of Seinfeld? They um, were done. They went out on top, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they purposely stopped while they were on top. They called in the Cavorkian. Series. Okay, suicide. Just, then. Yeah. yeah. Was it suicide <laughs> yeah. or did they just go gently into that good night? They were all no, laying were... bed together. They were done. Right. They. Yeah. They. They were. I think they were planning the last year, a year ahead of time. They oh, could. They could have. Yeah. They could have gone on more more years and everything. And, mm-hmm. and maybe they did with Curb, but you know. Yeah. In a, way. in a way. Curb. He'll take three, four years off sometimes, so till he's you know fresh and then come back. That's and cool thank goodness. That. It's been, you know, 20 years and probably 12 seasons, I'd say. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Even that. But we'll might, wait for Tango Might be 11, up. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're... Uh, I think that's okay. It. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think so. All right. Oh, no, I was like the end, the last episode, or the, not the last episode, but the, you know, finale with them being mm-hmm. in prison. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Well, and I thought it was sad that Elaine had to be in a different prison from them. You know, they got to all be together, and Elaine was all by herself. I thought they, they should have. They the should have me too. That shit. They were all they four were in all, that cage. They were all four in the jail together, but they all were sentenced to prison terms, yeah. and they had Equal. to go oh, to. That's right. Equal I guess they did. That's yeah. yeah that's right. He's he's telling jokes. I forgot at the end. Yeah. To so the prison inmates. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what about the people over in cell block C, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, this was fun. Mm-hmm. Cell block C, yeah. anyone? But I gotta run. 
We have social. Twitter. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Facebook. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week. Thank you.